Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Why don't you put any of the pie in your mouth? Your business is your business, but Robin, is she a liar? She will lie for one. All day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Today was a special episode. We're talking... The latest episodes of Potomac and Married to Medicine with your girl. Hi, Chai. Hey. Friend of the pod. How are we doing? We're we're getting towards the end of the year. How are we feeling about Potomac and, well, we'll get into it. It, it, Unfortunately, Potomac has become like think piece Twitter and I'm not happy about it. Right. I'm not thrilled. So we're going to have to talk about, we'll start off with Potomac and then we'll end on a high note with, with Married to Medicine. So this has been tough. If y'all don't know, Chai is a Nigerian queen. So we're going to be utilizing a lot of your knowledge and heritage to talk about like what's going on and and sort everything out because this is just a lot. I love to do it. So we start off with Mia and Ashley and Giselle. They're going shopping for their Austin trip that Ashley's planning for the girls. And they basically use this opportunity to say that there's no possible way that NECA could be uh, stretching the truth, lying or anything, because those were pretty big claims. And this woman that they've known for five minutes couldn't possibly be a liar. And Giselle even says that she contacted Pastor Holy Whore about all of this. And he told her to be careful because what Wendy's mom said was some demonic shit. Now, my question is, y'all don't know this chick. What makes you so sure that she's telling the truth? Like the whole scene was so stupid and annoying to me. Like, I'm first really? off, like, were they in a pack, son? 
They mean they should have been. Like it Actually, gave Pakistan and like to see above 40 women shopping in there, like, uh, and I won't lie, like literally my husband just bought a jacket from Pakistan the other day. And I was like, how old do you think we are? But <laughs> <laughs> you were down with the youth, down with the Pakistan. <laughs> but that's what I look like a Pakistan. Um, I hated to see it. Uh, <laughs> oh. But the whole thing was just, they're like, oh, and they're like, neck is, she's smart. She's smart. Right. Like what? What are you guys talking about? She she wouldn't lie for no reason. I'm like, you guys do not know this lady. We At don't all. know anything about her except for her like opposition to Wendy. Exactly. And and the fact that y'all don't like Wendy. And it's like, I don't know NECA enough to know if she's a perpetual liar or not, but the point is y'all don't either. So y'all are like so sure that she could possibly that she could not possibly be telling the truth or or whatever, and that Wendy it, but y'all have known Wendy. And I just can't recall a time where Wendy's like straight out lied, you know, like right. Ashley has or Giselle has or Mia, all y'all. <laughs> Interesting. Literally, they're the gang of liars. All three, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. We're just fully putting our trust in NECA. Speaking of NECA, her solo scene with Ike going to a doctor to like see what's going on because they've been trying for the baby for like six months. And I guess she does mention like in the culture, once you get married the you know much like a lot of cultures like the next question is when are you guys getting pregnant and i mean i will say like 90 days into my marriage my mom was like calling me asking me if they should start praying that people want to know if they should start praying <laughs> is there a problem and i'm like no mom we're, we're fine oh, when my mom found out i had an iud she literally threw herself on the ground and was crying <laughs> and saying that she didn't raise me to do this oh and i'm like God. to do what she's like to do family planning i didn't raise you like this i'm like are you okay lady <laughs> <laughs> oh lord help us all but this doctor sir i i don't think was he nigerian he had an accent but he's i think he said he had only been to nigeria on a visit with yeah he seems to be caribbean he seems to be caribbean yeah i couldn't catch the accent but basically he tells them don't worry about it because nigerians are prone to have twins but also told him that he had slow swimmers exactly like but wanted to like not embarrass him which really irritated me because if the issue was from NECA, he would have been telling like we would have heard that loud and clear fully i was fully on Neca's side with her frustration with this with ike's talking about his sperm being like michael phelps and the doctor being like don't worry about it kids like he's the one with like the low volume of sperm but like don't it's fine he's nigerian so it should be fine and she's like wait but can we talk about like actual science here i hated it so much and i'm like and you're gonna bill her insurance for this this bro conversation like you broed out with her husband and now her insurance is gonna get a bill right (laughs) exactly very very annoying honestly it was just like a a scene to make ike feel better and i didn't like that and when he got up to do the mood walk i was like we still all heard you have slow swimmers so (laughs) sit your ass down (laughs) wild um but then we go to a scene with mia and gordon they're in couples therapy mia just like lets it all out she's like listen once all this stuff happened with the gordon getting uh, you know kicked out i hired a divorce lawyer but then like she basically gave him a, an opportunity to be a good father and rectify it um so do we think that mia was talking to other men at this point or do we think that it was maybe like a couple weeks later i could watch a whole show of just this right 
I'm so fascinated by the fact that, like, first off, I've never seen someone who thinks that their husband is so guilty. Like, whatever the <laughs> other people are claiming he did, Mia thinks he did all that and some. Mm-hmm. He did that and- shit. <laughs> and she's trying to keep her side of the street clean. Like, I don't know this. I- You're not going to Erica Jane me, okay? Like, I've never seen someone so sure that he's in the wrong. And I, I honestly don't think that Gordon... Well, honestly, I don't know. Because when the family was writing all those things on social media. I tried to keep up, but the grammatical errors were just too much. (laughs) Between Mia, Gordon, like, uh, all together, like, nobody can string together a coherent sentence. So I was like, I can't. I can't keep up with this. (laughs) But damn, like, I, I, I mean, listen, Mia game recognized game. Like, she should know bull. Like, it's like that phrase, like, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And I think she's feeling bull- bullshit on to say to, to with Gordon. And I think then- she's just like the money's gone and she's ready to leave him because you mean she married for money. But she's trying to use this like, oh, he won't retire as the excuse. Right. And it's right. like, girl, you can't retire with nobody. Like, what Hello? are you saying? Hello. What I'm are like- you saying? So then she kind of drops a bomb. And basically talks about how she is feeling a lot of like guilt and also some type of way about Gordon because they were doing a sell, a sale. Don't specify what, but I guess it's of a house, which house I'm not sure, but they had a lawyer handle the whole situation. And during that, the lawyer said, well, I'm going to keep this chunk of money in escrow You'll get it back later. But then he just basically was dragging his feet and it got to the point where Gordon took the legal route. The guy ended up getting disbarred. This was like a couple months of situation. And then two weeks prior to them being at this couples therapy, the lawyer completed suicide and she feels guilty about that. And is basically in a place of like, Gordon, is it worth it to take, to be so litigious, especially with your family members? Like if this could happen to the lawyer, I don't really, maybe you really need to think about taking this route for a $500,000, but he wants to keep going through it. So, because they have no money though. Like, right. I like every time you tell them, like, do you have secret money somewhere? Right. Do you, do you have an offshore account? What but do you want my- Gordon to do? He, he knows you're about to leave him. Like, he's going to, somebody has to pay for the nursing home for him. <laughs> but my thing is, like, I'm not a rich bitch by any means, but I feel like 500k. Once y'all get through the lawyers' fees and all of that, like how much and the taxes, how much are you really gonna have? Like, is it? And that's why I know it's dire. Like, they're down to like their nickels and cents. Right. Exactly. Because I, in my mind, I'm like, what are you really like? Best case scenario, you're probably gonna get like 65k out of that. And like, listen, I'll take it, but is it worth all that effort when you could probably just get a job? Can he though? Like, I don't know. He's in his seventies. <laughs> like this. Like, I'm actually very scared. Like for that. Like, I truly feel very like uneasy watching it because I'm like, this is an old man. Like, people don't hire people in their seventies. Like, it's true. He's not attractive to a prospective uh, company at all. Like he's really painted himself in a corner and both of them really, but like, like you, and I want to feel bad for him, but I'm like, you left your wife and family for the girl you met at the strip club. And now she's giving you the the strip club treatment. Right. 
right i mean what can you say what can, what can you really say so finally they get to austin ashley makes them ride to the hotel by their astrology signs like fire air water earth and all that robin gets pissed off because she has to ride with candace like why do i have to do this why, why would i have to put me in this position but then in another car giselle's riding with karen and <laughs> she goes do you love robin and karen goes i'm not gonna lie I like her a lot, and I want to see her win. So when Giselle says, well, why don't you tell her that? She goes, no, no. <laughs> I, I got the pie, and I got the half at home, and I, I put the other half in it, and, you know, like, in my opinion, I will direct things to Robin when I feel like it. But right now, she's in the freezer. I'm going to take it out of the freezer when I'm ready to enjoy it. But I I didn't put the whole pie in, just in case. <laughs> but I do have a pie. Karen, what are you talking about? What is going on? I don't know, but I wa- I too would like to put Robin in the freezer. Hello. <laughs> in the way back. The things Can we get her in, on freeze, please? I too would like to put her there. I would love it. I would truly love to see it. Then, basically, Karen is like, you know, I... Robin's a liar okay she's gonna lie all the time she's gonna lie about Juan all day all night even on Sunday like she's not Chick-fil-a all the time lying I don't know why (laughs) but if she would just tell the truth I could be friends with her because I'm real look at Giselle and I we weather the storm we keep ticking so you know Karen's really doing the work by trying to make these women film together and continue to have a cohesive cast because she's right. right all these seasons she and Giselle have not been fucking with each other. But one thing she will do is put on a mic pack and have a conversation with her. And that Giselle's not doing that with Candace, Wendy, and it's getting really annoying. Very. Especially when it's like, okay, you can't, pret- like Giselle, you pretend that like this is your show. And like, well, I guess we she hasn't said that. But like the idea is that like she's, she's always got the, like the first seat at the reunions. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, take some leadership. Like, you can't be this petty. Exactly. She's the Kyle in her Because it's also still, like, what did Wendy do to her? I was going to ask you that question. I don't know. And I'm like, is my memory leaving me? Like, I'm just not knowing what all this smoke is for. And I'm tired. I don't understand it. They just don't like her. And it's really irksome to me. It really, really is. They get to the penthouse where Ashley's going to be staying. And, you know, of course, we get the typical housewives. Where are we going to be staying? Are we all getting penthouses or no? Ashley says that Robin is the only person who gets the other penthouse because she's been going through it. But I thought she didn't care. Did, right. Been Has she been going point? through it? Has right. she been going through it? She seems perfectly fine, according to her. Because I'm, look, I'm looking at Mia's skin and she's going through it. <laughs> Mia's not going to have a taste of luxury for a really, really, really long time. Like, give her the nice room. If ever. Girl, get the separate bathroom. Get the separate living room. You deserve it, girl, because you're never going to see this again. Oh, my God. And, like, I feel bad talking to Marskin, but it's like she's in crisis. Like, where she's in crisis mode. I'm Bethany. Hashtag this is a crisis. Okay. There you go. It's a lot. 
yeah her skin is really telling a story that confessional with the bang and the way i'm like oh no Ooh. like these are these we are in dire straits Ooh. over there tough stuff I, like every time i'm looking at dorit um this season, <laughs> i'm like girl something's going on here i'm like i'm looking at me i'm like you better fake a robbery <laughs> I know Mia can run up a credit card. I know that. She's a city girl. Do right. Something. <laughs> something. Oh my gosh. So Karen's like, you know, listen, I would have liked to be, have the penthouse, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, and then she starts talking about this pie again. <laughs> so everybody to- knows. Everybody knows I've been doing this pie analogy. This <laughs> year. I'm in a new phase of pie. <laughs> Nobody knows that, Karen, but okay. Um, so she says, with Robin, I cut the pie in half mentally and I put it in the freezer. It's still in the freezer. And then I realized that, you know, like my half of the pie that's in the refrigerator, it's got two pieces now. So I cut that in half. So I'm going to cut that in half right now. So now we're down to half of a half of a pie in the freezer. And Robin's like, that's, that's a quarter. Like, okay, girl, you got her. And I was annoyed. I was like, well, good congratulations, yeah. Robin. <laughs> oh, you know, simple. He's so him. annoying to me now. Like, I'm oh, so annoying. <laughs> Can you correct Juan? Hello? Hello. Karen says in a confessional, I liken Robin to a damn pie. I bought it from Safeway, $2. Withholding information is a lie, so Robin's ass is on freeze. And I'm going to take it out when you tell the truth, Robin. And then Robin says she she can take Karen can take her quarter of a pie and shove it up her ass. Okay, good one. I hate when people don't know how to clap back. It really it's bothers me. It's an art. And if you're gonna get into it, just please learn how to do it well. Please. So then But the thing is like I'm noticing now, I'm just like, can Robin do anything well? Um is there a talent? Is there a skill set anywhere in there? Well, that's a great question. What happened to the hats? <laughs> I think everyone who had needed a silk lined hat now has one. <laughs> it's like the Peloton. Like they really like hustled hard, but then it's like, okay, well, we're not gonna buy a new Peloton every year. So that's it. Right. It's over. <laughs> now she has got that big ass warehouse for no reason. Oh. Right. Oh, help us all. And Juan could be doing that, fulfilling some orders while he's off from work. I'm like, almost was just like, did you study PR in school? Like, you don't have no notes you can, like, brush up on, like, try to get your life together, like, present this better. It's so sad, baby. Like, I don't know a better, like, education course for, like, someone who's doing reality TV than PR. <laughs> There's a lot of girls. Can, like, can you Bravo. use some of your knowledge? Use some of it, okay? You would think. Jessel's got herself on the cover of everything. Hello? Hello? Thank you. Thank you and good night. Rolling Stone. Dog Fancy. She'll do it all. And she's winning. She's winning. So then the ladies go to their room and they notice that it's construction. And I love when they go back downstairs to get drinks and Karen says she didn't open the window because she, wa- she wanted to be <laughs> fair. Give it a fair rating. <laughs> um... Why are they in Austin again? Because Ashley likes Austin? Because it's weird. I don't know what Ashley's excuse was. But 
it was worse than um Megan on Orange County wanting to go to Ireland so she could randomly find some ancestors. Oh, tools. <laughs> Are you an O'Toole? <laughs> so the ladies meet downstairs for drinks and it's like Candace and Wendy and I think Karen. And she's just like asking, girl, what's going on with you and NECA? And Wendy's like, I just, I like, I really don't know her. Like, I'm good on her, to be honest with you. I don't feel like I have anything else to say about the situation because I don't know NECA from a can of paint. Like, I just don't have any vested relationship or interest in her. So then everybody starts streaming down. And First Karen of all, knows, Wendy looks amazing. Oh, that outfit? Amazing. So cute. I love her confessional look with the black leather and the and the like blunt cut. Like I think it's one of the best looks of all time. Confessional looks. And I truly think Wendy maybe has the best BBL I've ever seen. Like incredible. Ever. Just incredible. Like it looks so natural. You wouldn't like it looks so good. I understand why LeBay is going crazy. <laughs> trying to get trying to get uh first dibs. Mm-hmm. Did you see those texts? Deranged. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, I did. And I don't really know what that changes for me, to be honest with you. But we could talk about that in a second. So <laughs> Karen, thankfully, does call out the fact that Giselle's obviously trying to freeze Candace out of um, filming. She don't want to talk to her. She don't want to act like Candace is even there. And Candace is like, well, my black ass is still here. You're trying, but it's not working. Then Giselle makes some comment about how for the safety of her children, she's choosing not to participate in anything with Candace. And this is where the I'm nerve. like, my the nerve is failing me again. Because what does she say other than you have a, a proximity to whiteness, which is factually correct? What does right. that have to do with your daughters? The nerve. What the safety of them? What are you talking about? What like, you he- literally accused this lady's husband of, like, damn near sexual assault? Yeah. Yeah. How does that affect your dog? Like, I'm very confused. It seems like Is that it because people money. literally, like, go... I-, I think your actions on TV, maybe people are, like, seeing your daughters and be like, we hate your mom! Maybe. Maybe they're getting heckled at That's school. the only I- thing I could think of. But, like, you not that talking nothing to, to do with isn't going to change that. Right. <laughs> so... She's only like Candace put her in immediate danger. Like, what the hell are you going on about? This is like low key, the type of shit the white ladies talk about to try to get themselves out of responsibility, Giselle. So you just painted yourself right. She's such a Karen. Yeah, exactly. Such a Karen. (laughs) What are you talking about? So then Candace says, but what about my bonus children and my husband, whose reputation and overall mental state were in a disarray because of the things that you said? And Giselle nothing nothing to say to that she irked I just don't understand why she's still like dying on this hill because the fact that she like came into the confessional and this it was like oh he locked he basically like he locked me in a bedroom Hello, like what are you he forced about? me into a bedroom and I'm like why are you still doing this like y'all went you I okay you thought your glam team was still in that hotel room okay fair enough you made you told us that both of y'all made mention of the fact like oh this is a little weird that we're in a room together he opened the door and you left so okay i will absolutely give you credit that you felt uncomfortable at some point during that interaction 
five. But that's where it ends. Like, I don't, what does she want? He didn't do anything. I don't understand. You felt a little weird. I get it. It was acknowledged in the moment and you moved on. But now you feel unsafe for your children. That's so wild. And then the stuff she's doing, like, with the the girl who did the Tasha K interview who was very obviously lying. Right. And then her and Robin take it on their show and they're like, oh, we tried to tell you about your husband, but someone tries to tell you about your husband, you should listen. And it's right. like, this is a very clear lie. Can't we all agree that a man and a woman <laughs> in a hotel room is not a good look? How do we feel about that now, Robin? You <laughs> seem fine. But okay, this does not make any sense to me. So then Giselle says some comment in a confessional about how like there's nothing good that will ever come from her speaking to Candace because like whatever things that have been said that have directly affected her family. Okay. Which one? The the kids that Pastor Holy Hort had behind your back? That family? That part. How about that? So then Karen's like, basically, like, I don't like this. Like, we've been, you and me, Giselle, have been through hell and back. We've made it to the other side. So maybe you could give Candace a chance and not just, like, shut her out forever. And again, we have nothing to say about that either. Whack. Whack shit. So then Mia and Robin go out on a little walk. So Mia can tell her what happened with the lawyer since a very similar situation happened with their friend. That you know, Robin gave him money. He screwed them over, and then you know, unalived himself. He, yeah. yeah, he jumped off a bridge. Um, so maybe Robin, I know you were trying to be a friend to Mia, but if I were that person's child, and it seemed like he did have kids, and I heard you saying, "Oh, he's probably screwed over a lot of clients, and the walls are probably closing in on him." Um, if you had money, I would be suing you. I would have absolutely been suing you. Slander? Libel? Like, what? Girl, shut your mouth. That's not the right thing to say on camera. That was dumb of her. But I didn't even clock that, because I, I figured, I was like, I mean, I, I want to know how much money we're talking here. Right. Right. And this is why I'm like, we can really be having these conversations on the show. Like, I want to know, like, how much, what did you guys sell? What did you sell? It was an escrow, so I'm guessing it's real estate. But what house? How much money? How broke are you guys? Like, I, I'm assuming it's maybe that the penthouse they used to have in Baltimore. I guess I think they maybe That's... owned a home in like North Carolina or something. Maybe yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, I remember something scary. like that. Because when she tried to say she was bi-coastal, <laughs> right. <laughs> baby, honey. Mm-hmm. Still the Atlantic uh, Ocean, anywhere here. Uh, <laughs> he is so dumb. Oh my oh. god, you gotta love it though. Like, just so silly and stupid. See, Mia is really my kind of carrying on. Like, she's a liar and she's so messy, but like, she'll at least own it. It's just throwing the rocks and hiding the hands shit that Candace and or not Candace, but Wendy, not Wendy, Giselle, nine bandits do. Yeah, that really irks me. Like, that's like, my thing because like Giselle is dangerous to me like the yeah. lies she tells are dangerous like they're too serious with with Mia it's just like oh, she just can't stop lying like it's like she can't help it they're dumb lies they're embarrassing she only hurts herself exactly 
And that's why I'm laughing. I'm laughing all the way. Mostly. <laughs> so then Karen, um, we go back to the ladies and Karen brings up the fact that at Pickleball, Giselle was like disturbingly quiet. And Giselle was like, well, yeah, I was uncomfortable with NECA and the altar stuff and Wendy's mom and all that. Candace is a good friend of Wendy. And she says, listen, that's a really harsh allegation. And like NECA, if you believe that, that's one thing. But I think that maybe you should talk to Wendy and not everybody else about this situation. Which right. would have been a great thing to happen in the beginning. Now, NECA did say at the... the um in a confessional at some point that like yeah i wish i had talked to wendy one-on-one it's like but you didn't so and i don't think you had wished that right because no the fact that like you're now seeing this happen prior to ashley's house um warming whatever Mm -hmm. the airbnb opening um (laughs) the fact that you're saying that that happened prior to that like why didn't you say something then right and to me, I'm like, okay, Wendy was being perfectly friendly to her in that moment. Not only friendly, but also like extended grace to be like, hey, let me explain to you guys how to say her name right. Mm-hmm. And then when Neca's goofy ass was like, well, you know, they can say it however they want to say it. You know, it's America. And I was like, all right, already I was through with her. <laughs> exactly. Already through with her. Exactly. So Neca, like, I feel like Neca's saying two things at the same time. Like, like, She's acting like there are direct threats to her from Wendy's mama to her. But then also there's this Lebe thing, which is her cousin-in-law, which is like, what kind of connection is that? And Wendy's sister. And I think she's conflating two of them at the same time. I mean, I know that like her mom says, I don't know. I'm just a little confused about this whole thing. Neck is like, nobody in my 40 years of life has ever threatened me with a shrine and but Wendy's like, but you weren't even on the phone to hear all this. And now and she was just- also just 35. Right. Allegedly. But did we just tell on ourselves? When I'm like, okay, now when you say 40, I'm like, okay, I can see more of the concern <laughs> for why you're not getting pregnant. Like maybe. This- right. Right. Maybe that's why you were yelling at Ike so bad. Like, okay. It's tough out here. We're down to the wire here. So Giselle says, but you know, she said stuff about Mia, like Wendy's mom said stuff about Mia and Wendy's like, we have not stuff like NECA is accusing, not about the shrine and stuff. So then we hear what Wendy's mom said verbatim. Well, well, ugly inside and out, crater face Mia, a bombastic, ignorant, nonsensical, baseless, wannabe CEO troublemaker. Ate her up. (laughs) The gag was that Mia had no clue because she had still been upstairs that this conversation had started (laughs) so she's walking into it just being like what the hell why are we why am i thrown into it so wendy has to be like mia just to keep you up to date i'm only bringing this up because giselle asked me about it before you and it was a crater face part and i know i felt it for wendy because wendy was just like damn like her skin is worse than ever like and now we're bringing this back (laughs) (laughs) so mia just had to be like yeah i kind of forgot about this stuff so thanks thanks everybody uh so then wendy's like yeah and then my mom went on to say to hell with mia and peter oh yes i say holy ghost fire on mia and peter and thunderstorm amen and wendy's like there's no witchcraft in that so mia says well i interpret it as this me being sent holy ghost fire 
And it seems like the only person who seems to have an understanding of like churchy stuff is Karen. Because Karen says in a confessional, yeah, this sounds like stuff you would hear in the church, which is what I've been screaming. Like, I grew up the church of god of christ which is a pentecostal offshoot which is like very you know like speaking in tongues all that sort of thing right this is light work like this is nothing and i don't view that as like i'm agnostic now and i'm still like i wouldn't view that language as like witchcraft hellfire and brimstone i'm really not even religious anymore but like when it comes to my child like you should hear the things i say about the children on the playground who talk about my kid here are the things I say about the person who takes the last bag of dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's before I, right. you know, like <laughs> I've had some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so, Dan Robin or Ashley are like, I don't know. I don't know, Wendy. Like you just said that. I just feel like that's kind of a gotcha moment. I would not have admitted to that if I were you. Like it's not really a good look. And it's like, yeah. But I it's get- so confusing to me because I'm like, Giselle was a first lady at a church. Hello. And now I believe that like you you really did spend all your time just bullying the women of the church instead of actually <laughs> ever praying. Because like, how do you not know like Holy Ghost fire? Oh. It's, it sounded demonic. It sounds demonic. Right. How? You've never heard Pastor Holy Horde's sermons before? Because I'm sure he said stuff like that. And I'm one thing sure. I will tell you, like, if you're ever just in the mood to just, like, Jamal Bryant is a mess. He sucks. But he could preach. Absolutely. And politically, he's always, always on the right side. He, who did he get famous for? Not famous for, but like, who was the last person he went after? Kevin Samuels. Yeah. <laughs> ate him up. Ate him all the way up. All right on up. Yep. Yep. Damien called him a high value corpse. Like, <laughs> basically. Yep. And so, yeah, like, for, I will call that man Pastor Holy Whore all day, but like, he was chosen for that church. Like, if you, just like cliff notes for y'all who don't know, like, the church that he preaches at is a huge, huge like Joel Osteen but for black people like it is like the biggest church and so like um who was the one that died before him I can't think of his name the preacher that died that he took over for so there was a pastor that passed away and he's got his own stuff we won't get into that it's just they all do yeah allegedly but um so he took over and yeah like he is an incredible speaker like if you are into that sort of thing like jamal i keep wanting to call him a <laughs> jamal is very good at what he does and he's very good to speaking to women it's a weird thing but like mm-hmm. there's something about just like he's really really good about preaching to women yeah yeah like he's one of those like i don't my mom says that like she makes a good point be like you know he's like a like a lot of times like, we attribute like obviously cheating to misogyny and like whatever but like you remember in the old days that they would be like you know he just like loves women too much. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, man, like mm-hmm. not too Jamal is. Like, he just can't get enough of women. He loves them resist. too much. He, yeah. Because he respects, he loves us so much that he can't help but loving us a little He cannot bit. stop sticking his dick in all of us. But <laughs> it... <laughs> oh my God. So basically, what happens is that, like, Wendy tries to clarify that whatever Wendy threat, Wendy's mom threatened, had nothing to do with NECA. It was about Lebe, who was Wendy's sister's former best friend. Wendy tries to explain that they, for the past couple of years, have been, like, on shaky ground with each other, and now they, like, really don't fuck with each other at this point. And NECA's like, well, is that because of what 
what happened, what she said, what your mama said, because that was the end of the friendship. So then it basically like NECA has to break the fourth wall and say that she was, you know, going to be on the show. She thinks that Wendy felt some type of way about that. And so the family, Wendy's family, sister, mama, just came to attack her and accused her of being a clout chaser. Okay. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay. Ashley really pissed me off when she was like, you know, I do think there's some truth that, you know, maybe Wendy wanted to be the only Nigerian person on the show and represent for them solely. And I just thought I that was so that. gross. So gross. And then when she went on to say something about like, well, she had a gale on and galeys are a very intimate thing. It is absolutely not. First explain, off, like- Explain what that is. Okay, so gale is a head tie that you wear. We use them a lot of times in like- um for weddings, for parties, christenings, big events, we use it as like a fundraising opportunity, right? Like, mm. hey, you want to look nice? You want to match? You want to look like you know us? Right. You, you pay for it. There's a lady who comes. She'll tie everyone's gillet for $15 a pop. Okay. Okay. And it's just like a fundraising opportunity and everyone gets to match and it makes your party look better when everyone is like adorned in the same stuff. Right. So it's, it's not. There's that. people at my wedding who are matching with me wearing our shibby that I have no idea who they are. I've right. never, like, <laughs> I, I will, I had over a thousand people at my wedding. I don't know those people. Like, sometimes I, what, what when me and Kepsi were just in Nigeria, people come up to me like, hey, I was at your wedding. And I'm like, oh, thank mm-hmm. you for coming. I don't know who you are, though. Right. It doesn't mean anything. And even still, my husband had to still like thank everyone on the mic. Your parents tell you like, make sure you recognize this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Mm. And you're just going through a list recognizing people you do not know. Right. It doesn't mean anything. Not We that just have easy. a very celebratory culture. Like it's just that we like parties. It has nothing to do with any level of intimacy. Okay. Perfect. So basically, they just go back and forth. Robin thinks that Wendy's jealous. It's like, girl, of what? Your ugly leather pants? And then basically, like, Neka says to the ladies that Lebe, her cousin-in-law, got a phone call from Wendy's sister, Ivy. Then we had to pull out the receipts. They spoke for 52 minutes. At some point, Wendy got on the line or something like that. Well, she claims Wendy got on the line, but she doesn't know that. Right. Right. They said she was listening in, not even that she said anything. So. (laughs) (laughs) Giselle asked, is it AT&T or Verizon? And Neka goes, it was (laughs) (laughs) T-Mobile. So then they're just going on and on about the phone records in a way that nobody seems to understand. It was literally serial. Right. (laughs) 
like the phone the phone ping near the best buy the best but buy. it also pinged near the park <laughs> did not make any sense and then NECA drops a what well, I'm using air quotes bomb that at Wendy's baby shower um for her daughter Wendy shouted out Levy and we do see this in unseen footage where she's basically like, you know, you know, like you're a good example of a mother and what I want to be or some, you know, some version of that. Right. And it's basically like, oh, OK, well, if you didn't know her, then what's that? Well, about? word for word, what she said was like, you are a good mix of your cultural and you're also Western. Yes. And I think that is a good mix. Yes. I like the way you carry yourself. And that is very much something you would say about your sister's friend that you don't know that well, but that's your sister's friend. And the one that's standing like two feet away from you as you are doing this speech. Like maybe she just looked at her and I was like, oh, maybe I should talk about Lebe too. I don't know. And now that they're like, your sister has fallen out with her. We don't know her. Like, So what do you think is like being missed or lost in translation to like the American audience with regard to this situation? So, okay. I think Carlos King really explained it really well what he what his what I was listening to him talk about it and I feel like this is what happened right is um you know she has those the, they're showing the text where she's like I um Lebe is telling Wendy like can we meet for dinner um I have my sister-in-law is coming into town and she's been approached by the production team this is like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. right and Wendy hits her up like a month later and she's like oh my schedule's been crazy Right. Very much indicative of like, we are not close friends. Right. Mm -hmm. All the texts were like, Wendy texting her back so late. Dry. We're not friends. You are my sister's friend. Right. And then her be like, you know, just let me know when you're available. It doesn't seem like they actually did the dinner. The next text was really like, Lebe really came with what she really wanted to ask her, which was the BBL stuff. Right. Can you get me on the list? Can I use your name to get an early appointment? And then she, Wendy did text back to that. Then she texted her again and was like, well, I used your name and I wasn't able to get scheduled for December. And, and Wendy's response is the two, like, uh, exclamation point emojis response. Right. Like, good for you, girl. Like, it's weird. Like, let's be honest. Like, it is clout chasing, like, by right. its definition. Like, let's be real. Yep. So Carlos makes the point to say, like, Obviously, you have to be introduced into the show by someone, mm-hmm. right? Wendy hasn't had the greatest time on the show, right? She's never had, like, a real ally. Like, you know, she has Candace, but Candace's back is always up against the wall anyway, too. Right. So <laughs> she has this friend that she wants to bring in, someone who she knows is going to actually be on her side. Production, because obviously, NECA has to use Wendy's name to production to be like, we know we- she says she knows you. Can you bring her into the show? And Wendy's like, I don't know that girl. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, she doesn't know her. She right. knows Lebe, and already Lebe's moving weird. Right. Right. Her and my sister have been on and off for two years. I'm not going to just bring in her sister-in-law that I barely know onto a show. Like, I don't know. You can come not on and Not even her sister-in-law. Me. Her cousin-in-law. Cousin-in-law. There, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Cousin-in-law. Very tenuous connections here. Very. And Wendy has her own friend, the girl that we've seen her trying to bring on. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to bring her on. And I feel like it was a great, so production approaches Ashley and Ashley brings her on. 
And I guess so maybe production or somebody on the show tells NECA that Wendy was saying that she didn't know her. Right. Which is right. fair. I don't know you. Like, NECA knows Wendy. Clearly. You, you watch the show. Yeah. No, I think right? what we're missing is the end of that sentence like that. I don't know her like that. Like I don't that. know who's taking her on as a friend of mine on this show. It's also like the events that she say she saw her at. Like, oh, we were at a concert together. I saw her, but I but saw her at a concert, and she wasn't really. I usually would say hi, but she did like. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming because I was just looking at like I'm nosy. I was looking through all Nick's pictures on Instagram, and I'm assuming it was the Burner Boy concert in Maryland. <laughs> um. That's a stadium tour. Uh-huh. And I, I bet you saw Wendy, because Wendy is a celebrity now. Like, especially in the Nigerian community. Every party she shows up to is a big deal. Right. Like, everyone sees her because right. she's on TV. Right. Doesn't mean she saw you. Exactly. Like, you're talking about, like, I saw her from across the way, and Eddie was there, so I didn't say anything. Why would you not say anything if Eddie was present? Why would that matter? And then you were like, oh, I went to the bathroom. Okay. That, I mean, that is something that, like, I probably have, like, quote unquote, looked at a lot of people who thought that I was looking at them. And I did. I wasn't. And I didn't think it's anything. It's also else. like, do you know what it feels like? I'm sure for Wendy, like, there'd be like, oh, she looked at me. Like, everyone in the room is looking at Wendy. Right. She's probably the most famous person there. Like, I don't understand. Like, this is, like, so clear. Like, missing the element of, like, the fame of it. Like, she is on a show. Right. So, exactly. the next thing she said she saw her at was at a, a birthday party. Mm -hmm. Again, Wendy's famous. I don't doubt that you saw her. Right. Doesn't mean she saw you. I think she's even being gracious enough to be like, I've seen her, baby. Right. And I'm sorry, like, if it if that interaction, that singular interaction just didn't click for Wendy, then it is what it is, girl. I don't know what to tell you. And then the Ike and Eddie thing is just so embarrassing to me because I'm like, okay, like, College Park, Maryland, African Student Association, probably the biggest African Student Association in the country. Right. And it's a like, lot of people, I know for a fact, Anybody who has Facebook and who grew up in the age of Facebook, like we did, like going into college, that was like the first year or the second year, like of Facebook. I can tell you, it's like half of these people on this, uh, that I've added from my college or whatever. I have like, so many know? people from BSU that I do not know. I see yeah. them now popping up with babies, and I'm just looking at them, like, who are these people? Right. Which one of these people do I know? How do like? How do I know you? I met you at. Uh, two dollar beer night one time oh okay and how cool. i know fake i how i know for a fact eddie did not unfollow him going back because eddie didn't change his profile picture and i don't <laughs> know if you saw like that profile picture is over a old. decade old and they look crazy and grainy in it. old old and and eddie said earlier if wendy wanted to ch do anything on his facebook she would have taken off her pre-surgery picture and put something <laughs> new and good on now, to be fair to NECA, do you think that Wendy messed up or is at fault or has responsibility or is maybe like not telling the whole truth about any of this? So I think I think her mom definitely cursed out Libby. Yeah. Right? Like I I, I don't doubt any of those things. Do you right? think and that I think Wendy knew that at Pickleball when she was called out? Because I don't know if she did. 
I don't think she knew it then, but I yeah. feel like she she believed it because she right. knows her mom. Right. Right. Like I think she believed it. And that's why she was trying to skirt around it. But she was like, but again, I don't think she Neka has never said that Wendy's mom actually spoke to her. Mm-hmm. And right? I think this that's is what's all through Lebe. And we're all also Lebe is very salty, right? Because she didn't get her BBL plug and her and Ivy have now fell out. Right. <laughs> right. And I right. already knew she was lying when she was like, when they got on the phone and they started talking about shrines and she was like, you know, that was above my comprehension. So I didn't even get into it. Like whatever. I already knew she was lying. Cause you're Nigerian. It's not above your comprehension. Stop it. <laughs> I I agree with you. I think with where Wendy has messed up and lost a lot of people is her maybe overreaction at pickleball, which made it seem like she was trying to hide something to some people. Right. But I think she just got caught off guard and was like, look, you know, like, I'm just going to act like I'm a bad bitch. And she doesn't know how to fight. That's it. Like, Wendy's a nerd. She doesn't know how to fight. Exactly. She was caught off guard. It's also like, she's not going to sit here and defend or deny, like, things for her mom. Like, it's it's awkward. I don't, like, it she is. knows her mom probably said that shit. Right. And also, like, I will say to something, uh, Wendy and her sister, I'm sure, they let her mom get away with a lot of shit for the mm-hmm. fact that Wendy's mom is like the only Igbo woman of that generation that I've pretty much like very, like very rarely do hear of divorcing a man Mm -hmm. and especially divorcing a man for, he didn't beat you. He wasn't, he was just, he got too religious and he annoyed you. Right. Which is iconic. Like, (laughs) but I'm sure she's had to eat a lot of shit in the community. And I'm sure that it's like, this is not the, and she has tattoos, which is unheard of. Mm Mm-hmm visible tattoos right. unheard of of an emo woman of that generation so this is not the first time Wendy's had to like defend her mom against witch allegations which is sad and stupid but yeah that's what people are gonna say about her mom right she right she divorced a good Christian man right and she got all these tattoos right I so yeah, like I, see that. I feel like there's a defensiveness there that was just like oh god I wish I wish she was able to explain herself better but she was just caught off guard yeah, I think that's and and it didn't land well, as Andy would say. Right. And so so getting into these text messages that Wendy dropped after the show, she was uh, you know, like you said, posting where uh, uh Lebe was asking for a BBL reference and and saying like, "Oh, I bought your book." And Wendy asked for the screenshot, which was very funny to me. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And I was also like, okay, so you guys are not friends. Exactly. Exactly. Like you, you need to get sent the book and she's asking for a proof of purchase. So y'all really don't fuck with each other or know each other like that. So I don't know. Like a lot of people were like, Wendy, um, we didn't see all the text, but then we did see all the text. And I'm like, well, this doesn't really change anything. It doesn't really sound like, it doesn't make it feel like Wendy's being any more friendly to her so there's that i don't know people are acting like this is a gotcha moment i'm not feeling gotten i'm really not it's also just like okay so wendy's saying that her mom was mad because well wendy's not saying this but from what we get is her mom like what neka's saying is her mom was mad that neka is using wendy's name to socialize within this group which is embarrassing right basically to get on the show but yeah 
all we have seen you do since you've been on the show is use Wendy's name to socialize within the group. Hello. Right. Rather than go meet up with Wendy, the first you met up with Robin to talk about Wendy. Right. You met up with um Ashley to talk about Wendy. So, like factually, like there are no lies there. That is what you did. Exactly. Exactly. And when Ashley told NECA. I may have like misrepresented what you said. I mean, not I mean I I don't love to like do this, but Neca maybe could have taken that moment to like correct Ashley and shut this whole shit down. No, she but did. she was already mad at Wendy because she did Wendy didn't want to bring her on the show. Right. So which I is think- like a, a level of entitlement that like I don't need to bring you on the show, and especially when I, I we're we're actively watching Wendy try to bring someone else on the show, right? <laughs> who is a real friend? Right. <laughs> so all in all, I mean, you know, Candace. The episode does end with Candace being like, you know, kind of confused like the rest of us. Like, it is kind of weird to say that maybe you don't know somebody when you invite them to the celebration of the birth of your child, but like I don't have an answer. Did they fall out? Did they, I don't know. I don't know. I can't fault but again, Candace for she, like being confused yeah. in that moment. But again, she didn't say she didn't know Levin. She said that like right. Candace had asked her how old is Levin, and she said, "I don't know. That's my sister's friend." Right. <laughs> and people are like, "She says she doesn't know Levin. She just says she doesn't know how old she is." That's it. That's it. Which I'm makes hoping- sense. My brother doesn't know how old my friends are. No, I would have no idea. No clue. So, all in all, you know, I I feel like the audience at large, and by the audience, I mean, like, the people who are adamant on, you know, and active on social media talking about discourse and who they should be on the show. Like, I feel like it's so much more harsh towards Atlanta and Potomac yeah. and not the other franchises. Like, we're some of y'all are truly acting like y'all have producer credit and uh the ability to cast a show (laughs) and i just find that interesting like if you're taking that little joy in watching these shows why do you continue to watch it also it gives like um you know how they always say like black like black people need to work 10 times harder Mm mm-hmm like it feels like we've taken this on on ourselves, and right. we're judging the black shows so much harsher. Right, right. Like, what's annoying to me about Potomac this season is that the cast, right, is choosing to focus on trying to drag Wendy down and this Neca beef when there are real things going on. Like, Juan and Robin, fascinating. Hmm. Yep. One right, especially now that it seems a, to be one right. screaming in a green a green room in Atlanta at, at the reasonably shady show. I didn't put my dick in her. Like, let's talk about that more. Exactly. Why? Why weren't we there? Why couldn't we get more footage of that? Right. Why couldn't we get? Uh, we couldn't get a iPhone footage of that. Especially since Matthew like you down there with a GoPro. Okay, he's not like I do. That. I do have an issue with production because I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you now have. You have Juan and Robin by the balls now, right? Like for the fact, mm-hmm. like th- this is their only income. Yep. Juan can't storm off. He has to participate. This is it. This is his job now. 
He can't try so to set a plate force of beans him to on participate. Fire. Right. Force him to participate. Like right. really ask the real questions. Make him feel more. I agree. I agree. So what would yeah, like what other uh improvements do you think should happen with this season? It's besides what making Juan feel more. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> also like Mia, I think the group should be discussing instead of discussing NECA and um Wendy, they should be discussing Mia's marriage. Yeah. What's going on with your finances? What let's talk about it. Especially for the fact that she's not even mad that Giselle said that he was embe- some embezzlement was going on. Right. <laughs> right. The fact that she was like, I did think so too. Let's get into that. I really want to hear her talk about it. Every time she talks about it, I'm like, I'm fascinated. I'd rather hear Karen talk about being triple 20. Can we go back that to too. that? <laughs> I'd be glad to. I really would. We could do more. I'd like to see um, some more Raven. Uh, you guys. The I've doll. Before, the doll. There is no housewife kid doing it better than Raven. She is incredible. She's just like downtown New York, just being a baddie fashion girly and i don't know on why a boat so with a white boyfriend in a cute bikini looking gorgeous she is living her best life like she one thing about raven is she will go on vacation okay yeah and, and karen will come to the city and they'll go to fashion week and they're just so cute and i love raven this is a raven huger stand account love her the watch what happens wow. live with raven with oh. um first off um karen has never looked better like a fine wine incredible that that watch what happens live look everything just stunning so cute raven so cute like i just love them like i'd like to see more of that i also like come on we need to see a little bit more luxury like this austin trip i didn't want to see that construction it almost looks like deliberately like they're trying to make like the black shows look low budget Mm -hmm. yeah because uh, the girls are going to Bermuda in that gorgeous fucking house down to the Salt Lake. Like, let's not pretend that production is paying for these things. So, like, why can't we get a better trip on Potomac? Dream bigger, ladies. Dream I bigger. really, really need to see them step it up. Like, I'm not trying to see, like, it, this makes no sense. Like, Miami, was, the fact that Mia had the nerve to be like, I, I hope we're not sharing a house. And it's like, girl, the last house y'all shared you got you got where we were literally looking at all the plumbing on top of the house like <laughs> on the roof what on the bay right wasn't it on the bay and not like on the beach yeah wow i remember something i'd never seen in my life before in, in a house seeing the plumbing like every time they flushed the toilet you were just hearing the water go up like right, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god what a disaster I still love our girls, but one, I need the audience to like remember, remember that we actually like these people. Right. And Giselle has to participate. Yeah. 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 I don't need to see Jason anymore, but I would like to see the girls. I don't know if we're protecting them or not, but okay. Girl, do you want to talk about Mary's Mm-mm. This is not, it's not it. Go look and see what's in there. Some of you girls. Yes. 
gave me an early death sentence. But I am well rested and restored. Baby, y'all come get me out this thing. Is Mariah gonna come out too? <laughs> now that's more like it. Bitch was dead, now she alive. Yes, she is risen. I will say, today it is a funeral, but it's not one for Miss Quad. It is indeed one to bury the pettiness, the turmoil, and the strife amongst this group. Who's ready? Okay. Um, you had a lot of comments feelings about phaedra do you want to share that with the class do we yes. want to start with the bob <laughs> so phaedra's whole look is always so confusing to me because Very. it's like it's just like she looks good right like there's nothing that looks wrong it just doesn't look it looks off kind of like, like her house work. like when heavenly and dr um jackie went to her house and they're trying to figure out what her style was it's like right and i'm like why are you dressed like a city girl it's it's really confusing to understand <laughs> what's going on there especially because we're like we're introduced to her as a southern belle and i'm like you need to have sweet tea's hair <laughs> right right bump the ends or something like I don't, I don't need to see you with these like 27 inch bust down wigs and like look like the looking like Nicki Minaj it's weird it's weird you need to go back to her attorney French role because that's right. when I'm comfortable <laughs> um do you remember a few years ago when Phaedra got signed to elite model agency yes but what came of that what happened with that she like she was randomly a booty model for a little bit, <laughs> which is so weird. It is so like, it's so weird. And where is your medicine? Where is he? Who is he? Like the fact that they allow her to come on this show with the flimsiest, the flimsiest connection. Like really, a boyfriend with an emoji over his head. <laughs> We've heard about him one time. Nobody asked about him. How's your band? He's good. Never. Nope, it doesn't even come up in passing. Nobody asked for any personal storyline for Phaedra. And I was really worried about her coming on the show just because I'm like, okay, like, Mary, t like, don't come in, like, don't come on my favorite show with your bullshit, please. Like, please. I need you to, like, don't, and already I'm nervous, okay? I'm <laughs> so far so good, okay? We're, we're, but the, the funeral home stunt was crossing the line. Girl. It went a little camp, a little too camp there the willie watkins jumped out what the hell was that we'll talk about it so we have our first scene with phaedra quad and heavenly and you know quad and heavenly are like frenemies they'll really get into it mostly online when heavenly had her show they would just like be like hey girl and they'd start the the conversation like really nice to each other and then they get in the nastiest fight and then 45 minutes later they're coming around like they just have a very whirlwind relationship quad and, and dr heavenly and i'm always like do they like each other but i think they just enjoy talking shit too like they find each other funny and they enjoy talking shit yeah i don't think they take the other one too seriously right and i like that i appreciate that from them so heavenly's like yeah i have got a sister relationship with quad like we fall out every other week and then we don't speak to each other but then we just go right back like we're good so 
they start talking about the wedding like heavenly where were you why did you miss most of that 20 minute ceremony and then heavenly has to tell them that she got kicked out <laughs> it, it, this is what we need more potomac if people say that you can't be there show up anyway period sit down and have a good time <laughs> production paid for part of this wedding so i'm gonna sit on the side of production hello and say this wedding isn't going to continue unless heavenly gets to be there that's what we need if you that wanted to control the guest list for your wedding you should have done it off camera and, and not like seven hours before you you having a panic attack damn near every episode about planning this wedding but you had the time to to cut somebody out at the, <laughs> at the 13th hour okay Okay. Also, I really enjoyed the shade from Phaedra about the wedding because when they showed the drape, oh my god, like it was so wrinkled. I did not think that it was going to be as bad as they showed, but it was horrible. That was the first thing I noticed when during the wedding episode. Like, did they not bring a steamer? I totally missed it during the wedding episode. It wasn't so strange or show. I, like, and I was like, oh my God. I screamed when Phaedra brought that up because it was like a very passing thought in my mind. And I'm like, okay, you saw it too. <laughs> it's bad. It was real bad. It was so wrinkled. Like they took them straight out of the box and just put them up. Nobody even attempted to steam it at all. Not even pull at the fabric a little bit to see if that like, helped. Nothing. <laughs> Run, you know, like sometimes like, you just run some water on it. You just, like run right. it a little bit. To try. <laughs> Nobody made no attempts were made. They're like, this will do. And then Phaedra was making comments about, oh, were the flowers nice? She's like, well, and they were alive at some point. So there's that. <laughs> Quad's gonna be like, were there any ice sculptures? Any <laughs> Quad girl. girl. Well, when I got married, when we and Greg got married down to the four seasons, we didn't have wrinkled drapes. Okay. Okay. My, I what are your Quad. thoughts on Quad? Okay, I was going to ask you. I, I do love Quad, but like she's also, I got to be realistic about Quad. Like she's funny, but she does talk so much. And she does, yeah, she's not perfect, but I like her. I like Quad a lot, but I do, um, I get nervous about her position on the show. I get nervous about that house. Cause why do you know that square feet? That part. That's such a big house for one person. Well, she has her mom and then her nephew oh, right there. And then sure, but even then it's still a lot of house. No, for sure. And unnecessary. Like it's unnecessary. It's on like that sister circle check couldn't have been that good, girl. Like every day, me and my husband look at each, look at ourselves and we're like, should we have done this? Should we have bought this house? <laughs> like, I'm so tired of home ownership. <laughs> it just seems like a lot of like I want to be able to just like open an app and put in a request for maintenance to do something. Like, right. I don't like this is a lot. It's good. It's a good life, girl. <laughs> I'm not planning on leaving it anytime soon. Um, so yeah, it's just like, yeah, I like quad, but I, she does be on some bullshit sometimes and we and have to recognize a that. perpetual victim, a perpetual victim for sure. Like I appreciated heavenly, like calling her to the carpet and being like, we're not going to act like the whole cast abandoned you and wasn't calling you quad when you skipped your happy ass over to sister circle 
thought you were too big for this show and didn't want to answer anybody's phone calls. We're not doing that. You need to not even just answer. She was down to sister circle talking about, she's like, I've never ever been so happy in a group of girls. Right. (laughs) Like just was doing the most. most. And she invited them to events just so she could shame them to show them how close she is to the sister circle. Right. And how much better she like at big time girl. And I'm just confused because I'm like, okay, I keep trying to like get her finance, like figure out her finances because it seems to be a lot of like, like, especially stunting on Greg now. Like, I don't need you. I have all this, but I'm like, okay, so there was a cookbook, right? Sure. Sister circle. And then this show that she's very much barely on. What station was sister circle on? Local TV. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. The, the big market. Like, she's acting like it was a nationally syndicated show. This was a local Atlanta television yeah. show. Yeah. Not, so I, 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 the check could not have been like, couldn't it couldn't. Have been. It couldn't. Could not have been. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> she must have gotten everything. Like, it started to give, them. like, yeah, you are, you were sleeping with the contractor. Like, I mean, listen. And I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Because I always say now, like, if I were to, if I were to ever, like, God forbid my marriage didn't work out, the next thing is, like, I got to, I I would marry one of those handymen, like, somebody who's really handy, a contractor, or Uh, a man who could cook. Like, something really useful. Something. Like, a concrete skill. Honestly, it was smart. She probably saved a lot of money. Honestly, if you had the opportunity to and you weren't, then that's kind of (laughs) dumb. Right! Take skip a little off of my uh yeah. Get you the discount tiles. Come um, on. Let's get this flooring in quickly. I want some beams. I want some arches in these hallways, sir. Get to working. So basically, yeah, that that conversation was basically it. Like Quad also well, I don't know. I guess she feels like Quad feels like Heavenly's being fake with her by trying to befriend both her and Sweet Tea. But I'm like, Quad, you don't have any problem going to Sweet Tea's bachelorette party, so what are you so... Why do we have to have these thick lines for? Drawn lines for? I don't. It's not making sense to me. I also just like, Phaedra and Heavenly are doing... Like, they're showing you the most friendship on this show, right? Like, they're giving you an opportunity to film. Yep. 
and giving you a storyline. Because to Quietus is kept after the reunion last season, I kind of was just like, where does Quad go on from here? Like everyone right. hates her except for Heavenly. Right. Um, so I actually saw a comment before we came on that she said she's only gonna be on two more episodes this season. I believe that because there really isn't just like everyone hates her. Yeah. Jackie does not like her <laughs> at all. At all. And Quietus is kept. Jackie is very not into Phaedra. Oh, but please. Not even that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> does not like her. not her cup of tea um so let's go to talk about dr simone and cecil and what's going on with these two boys who like basically cecil is acting like he's a the breadwinner and that they could just that these boys could just stay at georgia state university as long as they want for 15 years when there's no reason for that they're just dragging their feet through the mud and cecil wants to act like he's been getting invitations to the rock nation brunch and they've got all this money to like let their kids be like what's going on here and i honestly i feel so bad for simone because i'm just like it must suck to like she has three men just leeching off of her basically because cecil hasn't had a job since the show. Um, early in the show is he doing real estate supposedly he was okay i know he used to do something where like he was in i like early on where it sounded like maybe tech sales yeah and he tried and then to he was laid app. off he i feel like there was an app at one point some sort of fitness app that he was doing and then i think he went into real estate the and then is, now he claims now he claims to be retired okay cecil but I like I definitely feel Dr. Simone's frustration of like hey can you not go and tell the boys behind our back behind my back that they can just live their lives and do whatever the fuck because really it's like my money and like even if you're getting a check from Bravo it's because of me right you're married to medicine sir so with regard to the child rearing since I already told this 26 year old child that you got one year which is very gracious and they're buying a house for them and Dr. Cecil's like, well, what if he gets a job and, and he can't afford, he can't the, afford- on the house? What are we going to do then? I don't know, Cecil. You figure it out. It's also like pa- parents, you adjust the rent to like, it's not about the money part. It's about the responsibility. You have to teach him responsibility. Make the rent whatever he can pay. I remember literally like when I got my first job, not my first, but like when I moved to dc i remember my parents be like okay we're gonna cover your car payments for a year let you get on your feet we'll give mm-hmm. how, how, we'll give how, of what i could afford just so it's like you're showing your kid responsibility exactly. like, i very much i got a lot of miles in me a lot of miles okay so i understand it give me the, the scratching of the head and the like every time we see Miles on camera, I'm just so upset for him. I'm like, okay, the, the linty head and the lost look. It it's tough. It's tough out here. I, and I mean, like this boy is four years away from thirty, and it's it's concerning. Caesar's trying to get off on this, like, well, 
you know, this conversation around, you know, well, black people get to a certain level and then they don't want to help their kids out. And there is a conversation to be had about that for sure, but not with you. Not with you, Cecil. <laughs> not over here. They're fine. They're they're reaping the benefits of this situation. The parent who is making the money that gets to talk about that. Because Todd doesn't talk like that about his about him and Candy's kids. Exactly. Candy's the one that talks like that. Because exactly. she's the one making the money. All right, so moving on from Simone and Cecil, Phaedra invites everybody. She hires some uh, Neo from the Matrix lookalike to go to everybody's houses and invite them to a She is Risen party. And this is where I started having heart palpitations because I'm like, she's doing it. She's taking my, she's, she's, she's coming in with the camp stuff. It's happening. It's happening. Um, They do find out during some like uh she gets i you know who gets ivs uh toya sweet tea is coming back from her um uh honeymoon and dr simone all get uh these ivs and that's where they find out that everybody had gotten invited to the she has risen party except for sweet tea and well toya's like well why did i get invited then because i don't like i don't like her (laughs) trying to like cause discord or whatever i don't really ever know what toy is trying to do but i do laugh i laugh chai i have a question for you are you okay. mad at me if i say that eugene's like a little bit attractive oh i love eugene okay okay thank you thank you i'm very concerned oh, i am attracted i'm attracted to a good man and that's a good man he's a good he's a good man savannah he will that's a good man basically work himself to an early grave for toya so she can play tennis three hours a day. And like, honestly, <laughs> I love that for her. Because I, I don't think there's another black woman in America who is playing tennis for three hours a day and opening up. Every time I look at the wines that she's opening up, I go straight to my Drizzy app and I put the name in. And I'm like, okay, that's a $45 bottle. Okay. Sprinkle, Casually. Sprinkle. All right. Sprinkle, I'm like, okay. I'll, uh, that's a $52 bottle. Casually <laughs> opening up on, on a weekday. Okay. <laughs> Are you, have you looked into her wine club? No. And I don't care too. (laughs) Um. Oh God. So basically, Phaedra invites all the ladies to a funeral home. And again, Sweet Tea shows up anyway. And even Phaedra has to be like, and you weren't invited, Sweet Tea, but you're here. (laughs) Which really cracked me up. So basically they're like, what the hell is going on? There, why, who, why is this white casket? There's his mother on the inside here. And out comes Claude. Wh- rip me out the casket. I've been acting brand new. <laughs> that basically, you guys gave me an early death sentence, but I am restored. I really, Toya ate this when she was like, Is Mariah in there too? Is she gonna I wish. I wish. Don't let me pick up, pull out the receipts, honey. I would love Bring that. back Mariah, please, <laughs> please. Dr- I miss her real bad. Oh my god! And and her husband, what was his name? Aiden. God bless. Like Aiden. that backwards. Do you want the receipts? <laughs> I got that iconic and icon, and the fact that she did make this show like come forever. That girl. The the her. Having quad scream, I will, I will not come off of my chariot. Did she say that? And throw tomatoes, yes. sweetheart. Yes. <laughs> Iconic. 
just iconic behavior and my mariah's sister oh what was her name was it her sister or her mom both of them okay but she had that because sister the, the sister is the one that they accused of quad of sleeping with her husband <laughs> Which, like, when the when they start accusing each other of things on married to men, they are so wild. Right. And I, I just look at it like, Quad, some of these have to be true. No? It, like, it, listen, her sister's name was Lake. I remember her. Yeah, yeah. Her mom was she was like, you came out wearing my brother-in-law's shirt. <laughs> and then, like, and I'm just like, this is really descriptive. Like, I'm just, it's why are we wearing the shirt, Quad? It's a lot of detail. Oh, my God. So it was fun to me that Heavenly was so upset about this situation because she pulled a stunt very similar to this a couple seasons ago where she brought an ambulance. Okay, oh, I'm- yeah. <laughs> so oh, I, I love what we're getting show. upset about now. But okay, Heavenly. Quad wants to have a funeral to bury the pettiness, their turmoil. And the strife amongst the group. And this is where Quad loses me. This, like, the way she speaks. Like, she's Martin Luther King. Oh, my. When, she, when I tell you, like, MLK really snapped when he gave Black people that cadence. <laughs> he really snapped. Like, that's, Martin like, the biggest Quad. contribution he ever gave us. Yep. Because, like, people start talking in that cadence and they think that they're saying things that are important. Right. Like this is about to be she came moment. out that casket and she was talking about Rock Nation, you will crumble. Um <laughs> <laughs> This was so wild. This was so what was the what was the resolution to that? I can't even remember. And it is like zero accountability. Like where yeah. I'm just like, come on, quad. Come on. <laughs> like you have to at least be able to concede that it was crazy for you to be going around telling saying that Toya set up uh Anila to get robbed. The way I completely forget about Anila. And I never forget about her because I really liked her husband. He, yes, he was fun. He didn't like her either. (laughs) He didn't like Anila either. Because she was so dumb. Anila was so dumb. Who was the other doctor? Scott? Contessa. I forgot about Contessa too. Until that wedding. Contessa. Contessa. Oh my god. So what are your do you have any thoughts about Phaedra that you want to share that you have not yet? What like what are are we do you think Phaedra's gonna be making it to the the next season? I don't know. Cause I just she's not gonna share anything and like this isn't that type of show. Like I think about the fact that I've now watched Phaedra on this show. I've now watched her, I watched her on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh even the marriage boot camps. Girls. I watched her on like Remember she when Braxton Family anything. Values didn't want to film together? They're like, let's just bring Phaedra. Right. Like, and you don't learn anything about her. Nothing. And they even called her out. I think it was Tammy, Tammy, Tamara, who called her out about that at the girls' trip. Like, you never, every time we ask you about you, you get real evasive. What's that about, girl? She, called she doesn't share anything. Yeah, she's got to learn to do that. And you can't be accusing people of sexual assault anymore because you already pulled that card. That's over. Just lies and stunts and shows. You can't do it. But, but she is funny. Show. And I love the way that she will stand on the, like when she said, when they were like, why did you bring um, uh, Quad to the to the bridal shower? 
or a, was this or her bachelorette party? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you know, I just want to go into a new marriage. You just want to make sure there's nothing um, still lingering with the old relationship. And they're like, girl, that's what you go with. What is that going to be solved at a bachelorette party, girl? That, that's what you're going with? Like, she will just tell a lie and just stand on it. <laughs> stand on business. She's an SOB for sure. And oh, very much like, we'll do the producer's work in a way that like, she like she owns it, right? Like, it doesn't totally. look like she owns it. And I appreciate that because she's able to move story. But like, you have to give us something. Yeah, you can only you can't be on so this long. married to medicine and girl, and we got a, a boyfriend with an emoji over his face. Yeah, Vandra needs to be, be prepared for next season. Heavenly's gonna start calling out some bullshit. Be like, what the hell's going on? So I hope she's prepared for that. I'm excited. This is the best show on Bravo right now. Period. Would you agree? Yeah. Period. I'm happy. I'm happy. Well, Chai, thank what did you think of what, wait, what did you think of like when Sweet Tea said that um she had um got up like that uh sorry the date that she had got upside David's head with the the skillet or the frying pan. Oh my god. Cause that really activated her. Right. That's a great I, yeah. I laugh. Because as much as I'm like, okay, so online she said she, she was like, oh, she did do that because he came home late. And now I'm like, because the way that she's like, you know, like she tries to make that marriage so perfect. I'm like, what was what was Dr. David doing? Right. He is a Q. And you know what? They're never going to They are some charging. dirty dogs. <laughs> so, yep, you're right. So, <laughs> me not bark um yeah the heavenly i mean she was really right she really read that we're like one of a only one of us could be crazy in a, in a relationship and i'm the crazy one not dr david so this is why our relationship and I, I truly do feel like that's the key right. <laughs> to marriage. she was completely right. i mean i haven't been married long but i uh, five years is long it's enough a good amount of um, right so i'm like I, I do believe that that's probably the key right like what crazy woman calm man for sure i plan on being that crazy woman one day and i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna lean real into it so (laughs) it's the best place to do it and it's literally (laughs) you're just like yo you saw the red flag so don't even try to say it's over now it's over i'm going to approach every man that i meet next year much like um new york did i want my name dropped I want my ex for <laughs> life. <cracks. laughs> and I'm not playing with you, okay? <laughs> oh my god! Um, love her. Love her. Are you watching Villains? I, I, since I loved it, but I didn't. The show was just like it wasn't doing it for me. Yeah, no, I tapped out after she left. I'm like, I didn't even get what there. What is it for? What? It's not for me. Um, but do you have any final thoughts on Marriage Medicine, Potomac? anything not really i think i've said everything i would say <laughs> all right perfect well tell everybody where they can find you i am fly chai on everything follow me on tiktok guys i'm trying to like do something there i feel like twitter is not long for this world yeah we gotta we gotta find somewhere else to. yeah to i gotta start transitioning yeah find me on threads being nice to people i guess That's all they <sighs> no, do over i can't there. do it it's so much positivity it's too much pressure. 
Like, I don't know what this is. I can't do it. It's like I'll get back on there where they start calling babies ugly. I just I'm like weird Barbie, just like up in my castle. Like, what's come over here if you want to talk shit about people? I can't go out there. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Oh my god. All right. Well, thanks guys. Bye.